What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the first ever M4U MC podcast. Uh, we don't really have a plan. We're just winging it, and we hope you guys enjoy it. This is MC Neil S. This is MC Ashish. This is MC Ashir T. I almost knocked over his drink just now, but we're going to pretend that didn't happen. What's going on, guys? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, so, I mean, the reason we wanted to do this was kind of just to... So our DJs have that whole... Uh, Mixed Mondays thing, right? So we want to get our MC some exposure as well. And we want to kind of tell people why it is that we do what we do. So I think that's something we can start with. Like, you know, for example, with me, I genuinely, there is nothing more rewarding than when a couple tells you that you were such an integral part of the biggest day of their lives, oh, right? And you're taking my lines over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, go ahead. What's up? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue with what so, you're talking yeah, about. So, yeah, like I was saying, it's just, that's one of the best feelings in the world to be able to contribute to someone's life like that. And I know Neil and I talk about this all the time, that we genuinely, I think when, when you're an MC, one of the most important things is that, hey, I want to help people. And through through my talent or, or, or my natural ability or what have you, I, I've been given this avenue to be able to help people. And for me, that is that is what it is, you know? Like I, I, I don't, I don't have really anything else that I'm that good at. And this is like the one thing that I've sort of been lucky enough to, you know, when Saf approached me, uh, about two and a half years ago to say, Hey, come out to the next gig. It was one of the most serendipitous moments of my life where it was like, yo, like, holy shit. Like I have this opportunity. Like, I can't believe that this literally fell in my lap that day. No, I agree. But, I mean yeah. Aside from obviously helping people out, and I agree with you, um, with you know, being being the integral part of uh, of a couple's big day. Um, yeah. Also, another, you know, personally, why why I'm doing this is not just because like, you know, my boys are doing this, they have a company, whatever it is. It's I used to go, I used to, I, I remember Neil, I, I met you up at Mirage when, when Neil had like that busted ass Toyota, <laughs> Toyota Prius, <laughs> the polar pre, bear, uh, the Prevo, the, the, the polar, polar bear. bear. And um, yeah. I went there and I, I stayed for the intros, right? I was like, I want to see what Neil's doing. Let me see uh, what it's about. And like, I saw, like, I felt the energy. I wasn't even part of this thing. And I was like in bummed out clothes and stuff. But I saw what he did and like that, that energy and like people, no one, no one had a frown on their face. Right. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it's, this it's is just cool. one guy doing this for a couple. I was like, let me see what I can do. And obviously, I mean... Everyone starts off small, and I, I, I still remember my first ever event. Um, it was at Chutney Mary, and in one of these small halls, it was a, it was a grad party, and dude, I, I, I froze. Like I went up to the DJ. I was I was with uh, DJ Porth, and I was like, dude, what the hell do I say? Like I, sh I, I was frozen. I was like, cause obviously when I saw him doing, it, I'm like, dude, you just you know, it, it looks easy. It's like so natural. Yeah, it was naturally done, oh, and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, so naturally done. And then I, I like shit myself. I was like, oh my God. There, and it was like a hundred person party. It wasn't even like, you know, it wasn't that crazy. And I was just, you know, I was a little scared. I didn't know what to say and stuff like that. But I just rocked with it. Um, I did my thing. And then, you know, over the years, I obviously gotten uh, a little bit better. Right. Some people call me the next, some people call me the next Neil, Neil S. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. A little bit cute enough. So. But uh, anyway, so um, yeah, I mean, aside from just being that 
that core thing and just helping the person. I look at it as, as just happiness, like pure happiness. When I'm out in an event, it's not, you know, forget my personal happiness. It's, it's the happiness that my team is going through, like, you know, my lighting techs, uh, back end, front end, you know, we're all just having a blast. Uh, all of the guests, like there have been times where, like I didn't even expect it to be like this, where parents come up to me and they're like, they give me like the biggest hug ever, like, dude, thank you so much for everything. And like, that I think is the most rewarding for me, is how I can, um, how I can connect with these families. And like, I, there's been instances where, where like, um, people come up to me, they're like, dude, are you part of the family or something? Like, how the hell do you know yeah. these people and stuff? And I'm like, no, I just met them like two days ago. <laughs> And, like, we just started jamming out. And, um, you know, that's, like, such a rewarding feeling. And, like, you know, you get to know the family. You get to be a part of the family. So it's just that pure happiness, which which I love because I'm all about happiness. Mm -hmm. For those of you who know me, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm a goofy-ass kid. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just it's it's the reward that you get at the right. end of the day. Yeah. Where, where I feel like not a lot. Like, you can't really find that reward in many other areas. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's one of the main parts, you know, obviously getting the reward and that great feeling of helping out um, the bride and groom, because I mean, I know we all know this is that, you know, that we do weddings on a weekly basis, right? But for a bride and groom, it's like a one, it's in a lifetime thing. Right. So it's just like, you know, everything has to be on point when you're working with these people. And at the end of it, when you see that smile on their face, when they're taking their pictures, when they got their family pictures going on, when it's their first dance, you could see that in their eyes when they're looking at each other. You're like, okay, you know what? I was able to help make this day for them, which is one of like one of the greatest feelings again, which is what we've all been saying. Um, but I mean, I don't know about you guys, especially for me though, like sometimes when I'm out there, you know, just getting that chill through your spine when the dance floor is just bumping and rocking and like everything's at that highest peak of energy. It's just like, this is what we do, you know, and that's one of the main things is being able to bring that energy and that atmosphere to certain events that we do, um, just to make everything unique to a certain point where this is something that people don't normally see on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the main things. I mean, for me, I actually originally started out DJing um, at a very young age when I was like 15. Um, and then just working through all of these things, like working with uh, DJ Rishi and everything, like, it was just like, okay, at a certain point, I was like, you know, there has to be a certain, another aspect to like what we were doing when we were first starting off. I was like, you know, someone's got to take that MC role. Obviously, starting off, like Bashir said, you know, you're, you, you freeze at a certain <laughs> point. You're like, there's this like all these people in front yeah. of you and you're like, um, okay, like, well, I hope I don't screw up or anything, you know? Yeah. But then eventually you get into that flow, you get into the rhythm. Um, and I, you know, eventually it just, it just takes off at a certain point. So it's just one of the greatest feelings is being able to help people in that way. Mm -hmm. Well, with me, you know, we can call it coincidence, but I actually wanted to be a DJ. Um, and I was... You have a really interesting story too, like where yeah. you went from the beginning to where you are I now. wanted to be a DJ and uh, unfortunately I was uh, rejected to be a DJ, they said, they said point blank, I suck, <laughs> so I guess, I guess, you know, I finally got the opportunity to MC, and I, I took the opportunity to MC, and, and for me, I, I think one thing that definitely sticks, I think Nisir was the first person to say this, you know, verbally, is uh, manufacturing memories, right, uh, I, I think that, that pretty much puts it um, together as summarizes what what it means to me you know and 
then to be part of something uh, piggybacking off of uh, a cheer you know to, to to create a relationship with uh, family members with the brides and the grooms i mean it, it's 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 phenomenal you know obviously everyone has their own family but you know we tend to create we tend to create another family uh, home away from home whenever <laughs> we're doing events and and i think it's priceless uh, there's been times where you know um, you know We've all been a part of, of putting a smile on someone's face. You know, I've, I've heard stories of, you know, people just being the most uptight people in the world. And to make them smile is a big deal, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and I, I think that's something that comes from within, you know. And, I, and honestly speaking, you know, there are so many companies in this industry, there are so many MCs, you know, and, and obviously everyone takes pride amongst the company that they work with. But, you know, one thing is for sure is that, you know, it, it, this is not something, uh, you know, to be to become a better MC or to become an elite MC doesn't necessarily, uh, the drive is not from the financial aspect, it's more from the passion, you know, it's, for, it's more from, yep. from within and, 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 and the best thing is, you know, the biggest motivation is when you have a team that supports you and when you have a team that's always, you know, trying to make you better, you know, always telling you what what you know you need what to you do can on. yeah what you can improve on and not only that you know you know repping you you know on the streets repping you in front of their friends repping you in front of their family you know and and that bond and that that is the actual strength yep um, and, I, and i feel the mcs overall you know i i feel that bond and and that's why we are where we are yeah. or else we wouldn't be where we are right now yeah i i speaking to that bond that the mcs have like for sure like even, you know, Ashish, like, Ashish, you're, for, for the people that don't know, he's pretty new to the company, but, like, instantaneously, like, there's just something about being an MC that I think only MCs get. Like, even the yeah. conversation we're having right now, like, for example, you, we, we're in a very unique position in this industry, apart from DJs, apart from sound engineers, lighting engineers, where we get to give our teammates credit. Like the DJ, the DJ doesn't get that opportunity. The lighting tech doesn't get the opportunity to go out and tell the, the, the bride's mom that, oh, hey, this guy is the one that made the lights look absolutely fantastic. Or this guy is the one that played every song you wanted when you didn't even know that's the song you wanted to hear. Right. Like we get that opportunity to put our people on. And again, that, that, that's the opposite of, not the opposite, but that's the other side of that coin right. where we get to make, we get to make these four, five, six, seven, eight hundred people happy, but not only that, but we get to put our people on too. And I think that's equally as rewarding. That Absolutely. I I get to give I get to you know, at the end at the end of an event, I get to I get to all right, on behalf of myself, MC Nisug, uh, DJ Rishi Rex or DJ Akash or DJ Ravi P and also your lighting tech, Twinkle Patel, and your roadies, whoever they are, on behalf of the entire M4U events team, thank you. That to me is one of the most gratifying moments of an event that I get to give everyone credit because it's not just us. Like as MCs, it's it's a blessing and a curse, right? We get to be the face of the company for the event. Yeah. Right. Anytime shit hits the fan, it's on us. Yep. Right. But anytime things go really well, we also get the credit. And at that point, the onus is on us to tell our entire team, to tell everyone else that hey, our entire team also contributed. Right. It wasn't just us. It was it was everyone. You know. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, for sure. No, and, and 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 you know, it's funny that you say, um, you know, Ashish is obviously one of our newest members, mm -hmm. but I remember, uh, so we we were doing a catering about two years ago, Memorial Day weekend, mm -hmm. Munal and Monica's wedding at uh, Hilton Parsippany. 
and that's the first time I actually saw um, Ashish live. So I, I actually have not seen Ashish live in M3 events, but prior to that, I've seen him live uh, with uh, Rishi, and the whole crew was there. Um, yeah, and cool. it was a. I think you were dueling, right? With Chira, yeah, with Chira, you, you, you and Chira yep. were dueling, and it's. Uh, I've never seen this. You know, you know, being an MC in, in, for eleven years, I've never done this myself, nor have I ever seen an MC do something like that. You know, I never thought you can use a prop on a table and make the place look. Yeah, ten times. And you know, better, I think you know? that's also one of the main parts about being an MC is to be right. able to integrate certain things not only within the room but within the whole That's entire right. event to you have to think on your feet it, yeah yep. to bring it to like another aspect where okay it's not just going to be like a regular event it's just not going to be just like standard you know you, right. you always want to do something special you need, right. and then eventually when you're doing that that's when you see the couple the brand group even the family and, you know sort of branching off of what you were saying is you know certain people who normally don't do certain things like and then you work on their events and you can see that smile on their face right it's like even certain like i've done events where there's been grandparents who actually ended up on the dance floor because of the energy that yeah. myself and the dj were bringing to the event right and people come up to us That's and they're awesome. like i've never seen my my ba or my aunt or anyone dance before and That's you guys right. are able to make that happen you had and something like that that's yeah, just yeah, a, yeah, yeah, that's I, a pure joy i think I, I think that's happened to all of us okay. but you, you know definitely the energy is key you know yeah. energy and and it's the consistency of energy yeah i mean we can all go in you know hard force but if we don't keep it continuous throughout the night obviously that that's also going to uh you know affect the crowd or impact the the end result of the event regardless of how great the dj is you know right uh, the you know a lot of times uh, people people kind of discount the mc yep you know and and they they discount the mc and what i mean by that is yeah you can have a phenomenal dj but you know the dj is not speaking to you Mm -hmm. The music yeah. is speaking to you, mm -hmm. and and with that music being spoke to you, you know, you 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 have a sound that's just you know fabricating this music, yeah. like oh yeah, or like <laughs> put your hands up, you know, it's that emotional attachment that you're yeah. you're, you're putting through the mic and uh, uh, essentially through the speakers yeah. and and through their ears, you know, and it's that connection that you make from from you know what what comes out of your mouth. To what goes inside their ears, and and I, and I think that 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 is key. I think I even asked you that one time, like um, one of the gigs we had. There were maybe like it was. So for people that don't know, basically what happens is you generally speaking, the standard format is you open the dance floor after the performances and speeches are done. Right. Then you kind of you you it, it dissipates a little bit because you have your dinner break, and then it comes back up. And then I even asked you one time, I think it was Kentucky or, or Baltimore or one of the gigs, this guy's energy was at 100 when there were five people on the dance floor. Yeah. And then after the event, I, I asked him, like, you know, we've all, we've all learned from Neil. I even asked him, I was like, why are you going that hard when there's no one there? Yeah. And he told me, he's like, because as the MC, it is my job to maintain that energy no matter how many people are on the dance floor. Yeah, because when people come back on, I have to be here yeah. from the beginning. Because it's almost like... When your energy is there, you're almost inviting people to come back onto the dance floor. Right. If you're not saying anything and you're just there and you're like, all right, put your hands up or ladies and gentlemen, the dance floor is back open. It's not really that inviting. But and when yeah. they see one, like it's, it's the simple fact of the matter that if you see one person like going crazy on the dance floor, whether it's the MC or a drunk uncle or, or whomever it is, like that, that naturally 
subconsciously invites you to come back on. It's like, oh, this guy's having fun. I want to feel the way he feels. Yep. And I think that's the main thing that MCs bring to the party, so yeah, to speak. And also, kinda, I'm sorry, feeding, no, I'm sorry. I'm just going off what you're saying. It's just like feeding off of that one person because once you find that one person within, say, that family or the friend group, yeah. you know, you oh, feed off absolutely. of them and then everybody yeah. else just feeds off of that, oh, which is I another connection. That. Like Neil was saying, is to be able to bring that into the Yeah, like how many times have we had, like there's shots of all of us, like, jamming out with that one uncle on the dance floor we're on yep. the mic and he's looking at you us proud time, right? yeah i did yeah in yeah. connecticut yeah that was yeah. a crazy oh, feeling shit. yeah oh man that's yeah. awesome i unfortunately can't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm sure you can we'll do no. like shaq's family's wedding or something they have big guys you'll yeah. be able to crowd surf <laughs> yeah but something. to kind of add to like you know i i've been um like a few people have told me like dude it's like a 50 person party and this personally pisses me off a little bit because um they're like, it's only 50 people. It's going to be whack as hell. So, like, I'm going to just give it. But, like, one thing that I don't get is I've done, I, I do baby showers and have, I have dance floors at a baby shower, which is, like, not normal and, sh and stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm trying not to curse. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I mean, it's, like, I honestly, if it's, it goes to, again, to saying, like, you have to be passionate about what, about this art that we're, that we have, this talent that we have. Because, like, I get pissed off at people sometimes where it's just like, hey, <coughs> you know, it's only 50 people. Like, I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to. I can't do what What the hell can I do? It's like, what can't you do? Why can't you treat it like you're doing a, an 800-person wedding or something? You know what I mean? And I have more fun sometimes at, yeah. like, these small parties. It's more intimate. Yeah, it's yeah, so exactly. much more intimate. And, like, uh, there's this wedding I did. And uh, it was in uh, Morristown. I did it with Rishi. Um, it was, like, a, it was a Sunday and Sunday weddings are like, you know, everyone's really tired. They want to leave early. I kid you not. I thought everyone was going to be out by like 10 o'clock right after dinner. I remember this. Yeah. Madison, 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 yeah, yeah, Madison hotel. Yeah. And I had to, I had to show Neil something that day. I'll get to that in a minute. But, um, <laughs> I had to show him something. So, uh, but we had that dance for popping until like literally until the party was until 1130 and we had a popping until 1130. And I was like, I was like, yo, all these, like, yeah, it's a hundred people, but like at least, 85 people still stayed. Obviously, you have the aunties and uncles. They're just going to be like, all right, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to be out. I just have my food. But um, you rock out with that. You get so yeah. much more intimate with that. And then um, I showed Neil a video. So there was a drop. Uh, for those of you, Neil trained me, um, you know, for, for a few years when I wanted to become an MC. So he tells me straight up, like, oh, sure, you suck. Like, <laughs> this shit is just not flying with me. <laughs> so, obviously, like, I'm gonna, I'm not, I used to bitch, and I'm like, Neil, man, you don't know me, you don't know my style. <laughs> but it, like, I was, I was just being a little arrogant, but, like, you know, now I'm, I'm at the point where, like, you know, I love constructive criticism. So, he told me, I, I was at Royal Albert's Palace, and I missed a drop. Like, obviously, the crowd, oh, didn't, yeah, the crowd didn't really realize it, because they were drunk or whatever, but, you know, I'm pretty sure some people realize it, and... The worst part is I realized it myself. Doesn't that just make you itch when you realize yeah, that like, you missed it? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, I should have had dude, that. Like, <laughs> I was, dude, I was so mad. So then Neil, Neil saw the Snapchat, and Neil he was just like, dude, you really... You, really, <laughs> you dropped the ball on that <laughs> one. screwed that shit up. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like... So I was at the Madison Hotel the week after, and it was, uh -huh. a, it was the same exact song. Okay. And... I told one of the uh, techs, I was like, dude, you need to record this job because I have to show someone this shit. So then uh, I showed him the drop and I nailed it, right? It was good. Um, and then Neil, I went up to Neil the next day. I was like, yeah, what now? But I mean, you know, obviously all jokes aside, Neil's my boy, we're all boys or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, it's, 
that's why I love having like you know knowing knowing other MCs that give you that that constructive criticism and it's not just because they want to shit on you it's just like everyone I'm sorry everyone yeah, at the table we like we want we want to help each other we want to grow as, as a team we don't want to grow as just you know an individual or this and that and you know that's that's what I love not you know about the company that's what I love about just being an MC you know? yeah and I think piggybacking off of your story one of the main things that Neil taught me you know as as our collective mentor especially for me and you was that you first things first and this is one of the hardest things to do like when you said when you have 800 pairs of eyes on you it's so hard to do this but you cannot care what people think no nope. the instant you start caring about what people think you're done that's mm -hmm. it it's For over sure. Sure. Yep, you have to be you have to let the music take you or whatever and just do your own goddamn thing because the instant that you start worrying about what is that ba in the back of the room or what is that grandpa in the back of the room think of me you're done mm -hmm. right then and there Yep. The best way, you you gotta roll with the punches. You, I, everyone's made mistakes on intros, right? Mm -hmm. You make that mistake, you pretend it didn't happen, and you proceed <clears throat> forward. You like that's one of if, for example, if someone came to me today, like you know, we have a couple of new kids that want to MC. Right. One of the main things I tell them is, yo, you cannot care about what other people think right. because that's the only thing holding any of us back in the first place. Right. Like to have the energy that you have when, for example, ten people are on the dance floor. The reason you have that energy is because you don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. Right. The the second you care what other people think, as that's an MC, true. that's that's yeah. suicide yeah. on the spot right there. You know, it's uh, so coming back to uh, Ashir's point as well. You know, the thing is, is I, I don't think it's necessarily you know one is better than the other. Obviously, we all have different mm -hmm. years of experience. You know, in the sense amount of years. It, it, it's we definitely have our unique touch to it, right? I mean, yep. we, we don't all sound the same. We're all different people. We're physically different as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, being able to take certain parts of, from each other and yeah, you right. know, just create something off of that too. And, and, and with that being said, you know, I, I feel being an MC, uh, part of this company is a privilege, right? Um, so once, because it's a privilege, we, we set a standard for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we set a standard that, you know, we you will get the best of the best. You know, and, and with that being said, that's why we, we pick and choose who becomes the MC, and we also are very transparent and blunt with, with each other, mm -hmm. you know, because we want to be the best, you know, and whether we get butthurt or whether we feel some type of way, myself included, you know, it's it's more about, you know, having the pride that we have a standard. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of uh, companies in the industry, you know, who I respect, you know, because they do show a standard of, of their work and service. But on, on the flip side, there are companies that I feel that don't have standard. Right. Of, 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 and I it's not only and, and it's yeah. not only MCs. I, I think it goes uh, for a full fledged company, yeah, right? We're yeah. we're 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 entertainment company, so yeah. we're one aspect of it. I mean, there's DJs, there's light techs, there's sound techs. I mean, uh, there there's special effect techs. So with that being said, you know, I, I think we we determine our standard and the way we determine our standard are by the individuals that are running that aspect of, of the company you know so i know you wanted to say something yeah so actually going off of that kind of shifting gears a little bit what i wanted to say was this is something we spoke about earlier too like for example like you know a lot of the people a lot of people say you know like we learned our intros from you right and then right. we kind of took them where we did right but while I see the negative of that, I also see the positive of that because we're we're 
no matter who, you, I don't care if you get Ashish, Ashir, Neil, or myself, you're getting the M4U product at the end of the day. Absolutely. And, and I think that supersedes everything. That right. when, when you're able to, it doesn't matter. Like, for example, we were speaking to that client, that the, the, the Jamaica client. Right. And it put them at ease when I told them, because they wanted you and you were, you, you were booked that weekend. It put right. them at ease when I told them that, hey, I learned everything I know from Neil. Because that, that standard, like, for example, that's how businesses operate. When you, when you call in someone from a given business... You, you don't care who the employee is that they send out to do that job. Yeah. You expect the job to be done under that business's name. Right. It's regardless. It's brand. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think, I think it's such a good thing that we were all able to sort of – and now with you coming into the picture, now we have a little bit more diversity as well. So yeah. now that we've established our brand, it, it's healthy for us to infuse that diversity into the brand. Because yeah. let's be honest, your style from emceeing is very different from what he taught us. Right, so to have that diversity helps, and at the same awesome. and at the same time, it also helps to have that standard that hey, no matter who M four U is sending out, you're getting our best yeah, because we have a certain a certain standard that we follow and that we hold each and every one of our MCs, our DJs, our engineers, and even our roadies to right. that no matter what happens, you will get the best job. End of story. Yeah, and that, of that branching off of that a little bit, I mean, I'm sure all of us at this table can agree to it, where not only are you an MC, not only are you a DJ, not only are you a light tech, but it's the connection that you have on site with your DJ, with your MC, oh, with the sure. people who yeah. you're actually working, which people can see that difference where, you know, this is how the final product was able to come to the end of it because these guys work so well together. Oh. And being able to work so well together with all the diversity that is not even only at this table, but within the company in general, is that the fact that we can make all of that work and put everything to use and make everything the best of the right. best is another, you know, final product that we were able to push as well. So I think that's since, just another great thing. Since you bring that up, you know, a lot of these clients, they look at us, they look at... Um, they look at the team interaction and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. And like I know, you know, like when I'm there, like I'm I'm jumping up and down, and it's not just me and the DJ. Who's, I mean, Neil, you do it too. Um, you know, we're, we're the whole team is just hanging out, we're having a, chemistry, a great time. Yeah. And yeah, like it's and, chemistry, and, exactly. and um, even the clients, I've had clients come up to me saying your chemistry with your team is like phenomenal. Like you know, I love that. That's and one like, of the and best that's compliments. Like, that's like awesome. It's yeah. just like yeah, we're like you know. And, you know, we're, we're a large company. Like, I don't get to work with everyone all the time. You right. know, like, I don't get to... It's not like I always get to work with uh, a specific DJ or a specific light tech or, or something like that. But, you know, we can... The thing that I love about it is, like, we each have a different chemistry. And, and for a client to see that... Like, if I didn't work with Twinkle, who's one of our light techs, uh, for, like, a month, and I didn't work with Akash for, like, two months, we can get back in month three. And, like and, they'll be, and they'll be like, wow, you guys, like, probably do this all together every single weekend but in reality like we haven't worked with each other for a while but we still have that there yep. and like clients look at that which is which is like i think that derives from passion though right yeah, yeah. if if we didn't have the passion we, yeah. we would not click yeah. yeah and it's so funny because you know myself being part of a different you know a different division of the wedding industry you yeah. know being in catering explain that a little and, bit. and and you know so obviously being in the family business of Chobati Catering, you know, I'm the grandson of the owner and I just started taking over the sales and marketing aspect of it about four, four and a half years ago, you know, and, and I see, you know, the, you know, one thing is for sure, you know, there's the decorators, there's the caterers, there's the photographers, there's the DJs, but 
I don't know if you guys realize, you know, DJ is the only segment where you're live. Yeah. You know, you mess up, you mess up. Yep. You know, food, yeah, you know, food, yeah, of course, if you mess up, it's a big deal, but you, you know, there's a way to solve it. Right. Photography, videography, you're editing. Right. You know, decor, obviously, you can physically change the mundup or whatever it may be. Right. You know, but with DJ and MCs, I mean, if a DJ messes up on the mic, you, you can't rewind back what you're saying. Like, right. you know, yeah. you can't say, If we mess up, up on intros, you know, it's a wrap. It's like, a wrap. You don't, you don't get that second chance. Even, even, and it's not only for MCs. I mean, even it's, it's for DJs as well, right? Yeah. I mean, if a DJ plays On like, the spot, you got to yeah. be 100% like, at you all know, times. That lean back song better be clean. <clears throat> You know, yeah. <laughs> like you know, you drop the dirty version, yeah, yeah. someone's gonna be upset. I mean, yeah, so going off of <laughs> going off of what you're saying, you know, with the aspect of you have you have the DJs, your photographers, your caterers, everyone on site at events. It's also MC's job to be able to coordinate all of that yeah. during the day off, yeah. right? right? So not only are we, you know, like the front end of it, making sure everything's good, also working the back end of it, making sure everything's good on time. Is the cake coming out on time? Is dinner and every time out? Who's like been back, back in the kitchen? Who's been back in the kitchen? Other than multiple times. No, I'm been, sure all you guys. I've been back in the kitchen to hunt down times. the caterer and be like, yo, no, dinner was yeah. supposed to start 10 minutes yeah. ago. What the hell is going on? I didn't on? mean to go get food, right? <laughs> no, I no, I meant like to get the actual no, no, cake. I mean, no, oh, no, yeah. no, I didn't mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't I mean to get food for myself. I meant like to hunt them down and be like, yo, people are on my ass looking for dinner. What the hell is no, going I on? No, I grabbed a cake yeah. out of the kitchen. Because yeah. of the cake cutting, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's been so many times where you like, had to pull it out literally yourself. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, all right, I hope yeah. I don't drop the cake off yeah. the table. Like, oh, I have man, a great like, story. So, one time, I, in my personal opinion, uh, best uh, wedding I ever did, shout out Roman and Shireen, last year in uh, Baltimore. It was uh, it was one of the best weddings I ever did. And what happened was, for some reason, the plan, the wedding planning team was new to the job or whatever. Like, I don't mean to bash them. But they just, they didn't have the grasp on, on that, that magnitude of event. So then what happened was, Saf, uh, the, the managing director of our company, was there as well. And he, even he jumped in because he saw me trying to pull the cake out because it was time to pull the cake out. And people from the venue weren't there or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's not to bash the venue or, or, or the wedding planner or anything. But yo, when it comes down to it, if, if I'm announcing that, hey, it's time for cake, I can't just sit there and wait for someone else to pull the cake out. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's game time. Like, you have to deliver no matter what. Like, a lot of times, what, what a lot of people don't realize is that if you don't have a wedding planner, like, we, we tell this to our clients as well. And, I'm, I mean, I think any good MC should do this. Not just M4U MCs. Any good MC in the industry, if, if your client does not have a wedding planner... You yep. are the Whatever. day of planner. Yep. Yeah. That is yep. that is part and parcel of your job, of no matter what. Because at the end of the day, we look at it from 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 a um, from a like wanting to help others standpoint. But if even if you want to look at it from a selfish standpoint, you can do that because at the end of the day, if things don't go well, the guests don't care about the bride and groom sitting up on the reception stage. Yeah. They care about the guy making the announcements. You're the one that screwed up. I don't care if dinner is the caterer's job. I don't care if cake is, is someone else's job. If you're the one on the mic and all the eyes are on you and something goes wrong, as far as all the other 500 people are concerned, you're the one that messed Rightfully up. so. I had a gig where um, this was at the Princeton Hyatt. Um, where uh, oh, man. somebody we, I played <laughs> football with a with like a tub of ghee, like like for, for whoever doesn't know, ghee is like butter that you that you like the ghee, that right? you put in the pot. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they threw a, a thick like a thick like rock sized ghee thing at me, 
And they're like, dude, we need this warmed up. And like, I caught it. I'm like jetting, like I'm on a freaking football field. And I, I had to, like, you have to warm it up. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for, you know, doing that. Like, those are the small things. Like, they didn't have a coordinator, of course. So I was like, whatever you guys need, I'm there for you. And mm-hmm. that's... You know that. what I love about us, though? That, like, you... Like, for example, it never crossed your mind, right? And this is something that we've just learned as being part of the company or just coming up in the game. Right. That you... It never crossed your mind that, oh, this isn't my job. Like, screw this. Like, oh, it's no. just like, yo, I have to make sure that this this yeah. event is the best that it can be. Exactly. Yep. So, like, I mean, that's, like, the best part. It's just They're just, like, like, and it's a funny story now. I can tell the yeah. story to people that, dude, I, I freaking warmed up some gr- some geek. <laughs> some <laughs> My bad. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many, like, crazy things that I've, I've done as that, that, you know, where people are, like, you're an MC. You're only supposed to announce. It's like, that's not the case. It's just, like, you have to... I, I've met with, I, Neil told me one time, uh, he's like, dude, you met with them how many times? I met with the client like almost eight times. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind it, but they were very detail-oriented. And Neil looked at me, he was like, dude, like, that's some serious, that's some serious dedication. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like, he looked at me like, are you okay? Like, do you, <laughs> he's like, do you like the bride or something? I was like, no, man. <laughs> but, uh, that's the topic we discuss off camera. Yeah, no, no. I'll just say, but like, it's just like, you know, I, I know it's not like, dude, I'm your MC. Like, I only need to meet with you like two times and then, bam. Like, I like you, I like, I personally, I love coordinating. Like, mm-hmm. and like, you guys know that. You I get love, to know the client. You get to, I love coordinating. People look at me like, they're like, you're a weirdo, but. I love coordinating just because I get to I get to understand the family. I get to literally create a vision, mm-hmm. and and I say this to all my new clients. I, I like even when if I have to book a client or something, my first question to all of them is, "What is your vision? Mm-hmm. What do you want?" As it you know, be. like because obviously when a client comes up to you, they're gonna be like, "All right, how much is it?" And I'm just like, "No. Mm-hmm. What is your vision? What do you want?" And yeah. then like I want to work with you, but I want to know what your your vision is and. And the more time I spend on it, it's just like, the more time in it, it's just the more rewarding feeling that you get. Out I of think it. that, that makes you want to yeah. deliver a better product as well. Like, yeah, the yeah. more time you spend with the client, like you said, like, the more you feel like family, I right? had, like, Bob Baji at one of my right. clients' house. The more you feel like family. It wasn't even the wedding. Like, they're just like, yo, come over. I was yeah. like, Bob Baji. I was like, sure. And then, and then that attachment is what enables you to go above and beyond. Because yeah. us as MCs, that is part of our job description. You have to the ghee story or like with the cake or whatever it is you always have to there's always something we have to do that isn't part of our job description but in the moment i don't think any of us give a shit that it's not in our job description we just want to make sure sure that that we deliver the best final product possible sure yep definitely and you know it's so funny that you guys say that because there's so many clients and i'm sure you guys have clients as well that you know we stay in touch with you know and 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 it's something you know i I, some of them are much closer than others but it just you you know you 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 become friends with a lot of your clients you stay in touch with and you stay in touch with them and and you you know that's so rewarding baby showers you do their kids parties and stuff yeah so you (laughs) you, yeah, right. Right. Arena. Like, you know, you end up, with you're, you're their MC and then yeah. you're hanging out at their house or yeah. you're hanging out at, you know, a local restaurant or something. You yeah, know, it's, no. it, it's crazy, right? Like, it's like, all right, yeah, I have to be professional with you. But then it's like, yo, let's go, brother. Yeah. One of the best compliments I ever got from uh, this one couple, Harun and Tasmia, I did their, I did their. Uh, Grand Marquis. Yeah, Grand Marquis. I did their Nika and their Valima. It was, it was a two day event. And then we had, um. We had uh, Harun's sister uh, for Hana's wedding, 
And Harun's wife came up to me at the end of the event. She came up to me and said, and this is probably the best compliment I've ever gotten. She's like, you're like part of our family now. And that, like, I'm getting goosebumps just saying that right now. Like, that, like how awesome is that? Yeah. That someone you just met six months ago and you haven't met since then, but you've become such an integral part of the biggest days of their lives that they feel like your family. Like, how, like, that, I can't even put that in words. Like, that's, that's an incredible feeling. No, I think, I think be, uh, from that aspect of it, I mean, that sort of helps us grow as well is because once you, someone's real comfortable with you guys, you know, you guys are, you guys are part of my family, like we love you guys. Um, in turn, I feel like, you know, that eventually that's just starts branching out to mm-hmm. the people that they know, um, starts helping us grow. And then even like for myself, like after having done this for X amount of time, um, people within your own community start realizing Hey, like you guys are really good at what you do. Like, how did how did you get into this? How did you do all this? You know, and then you start having those conversations, yeah. and then I've had people who literally tell me they're like, I remember doing this one wedding in Delaware, and one of my buddies who I actually went to school with. You remember Porth from Willie P? Yeah. All right. So I was doing one of his family weddings in Delaware, and he's like, Oh, what? I didn't know you guys did this. I'm like, Yeah, dude. And then you know, did the intros. It's like dinner time. He's like, Yo, you're like a completely different person when you're out there, and I'm like. That's like one of the main parts yeah, about yeah. being an MC. You know, it's like, yeah, we all like to bullshit, have fun in the back end of it. But when you're out there, you're, it's you totally time. change. It's yeah. game time. You know, yeah. you have to be on yeah. point. And every event from there that I've seen him at his family events, he's just like, yo, man, I still can't believe how you guys just like, you know, totally change everything up in terms of not only your persona, but like the way that you work with people, how friendly you can be, how nice and professional you can be. And that's, you know, yeah, that's there's, no, great there's no difference between nice and professional. Like you don't have to be a D-bag to be professional. Yeah. And if you're unprofessional, <laughs> you, you don't have to be nice. I'm, I'm trying to keep it closer. You don't have to be a D-bag. I'm trying to keep it closer. <laughs> you know, I don't know about you guys, but people think I'm on drugs when I'm on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People and, think you're possessed. And the, funny thing, the funny thing is, is that we, we, we have yeah. a policy in our company where you can't drink. Yeah. You cannot one. be and, under and any influence. You, you cannot on be intoxicated. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And number two, I don't drink. Period. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. Like people just have a hard time believing that mm-hmm. when, when I'm on the mic. You know, yeah, they yeah. they they think like I'm legitimately drunk, and they're like, "What? Like, what is what wrong took with over you? you? Yeah. yeah. What? Like they they think like I have, a, yeah. or some sometimes they feel like they have like I have a ghost in me that's mm-hmm. like. I mean, essentially, that is what it is, right? Because a lot of times, like the best gigs. Like, there was one gig that, for example, you know, we're talking about, like, the small gigs that shouldn't be lit, but they turn out to be lit. Ravi and I did, um, did this one gig, and it was at a Jewish community center. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't at a Grand Hyatt or a Marriott Marquis or any of that. It was at a Jewish community center. And looking back on it, I know that that was one of the most fun gigs I ever did. But when I think back on the individual moments from that gig, I don't really remember much. All I know is that hey, we delivered, like the M4U team did a good job. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? Yep, definitely. But do you, do you really think that, it, you know, you, you said, I think Ashir mentioned this, that, you know, small event, big event, you know, you should be able to do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I get more intimidated when I'm with a smaller crowd than a bigger crowd. Yeah, because yeah. it's not that there's less eyes on you, but it's more <laughs> focused on you, right? Right, it's right. more focused on you. So, so larger like, I wanted to hear your thoughts about that because for me, it's just like, 
you know, when it when it's five hundred, it's the same as eight hundred. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. what I mean, yeah, the place is bigger. The place has more chairs, but realistically, like it, it's the same thing. Like, I think I at agree. the beginning of starting all this, that was more of the factor when it's like more people, but now right. it's like a little bit different, right? It's just like okay, it's more intimate, so like there's a lot more riding on what you're right. doing, right? And like I think even sometimes with baby showers, and you know, you're just doing games, and we've had so much experience doing this, okay. and it's just like okay, you know, it actually has to be on point because like everybody who's here is involved with what's going on. It's not like people are out at the bar or at the buffet or something right. like that. Yeah. Everyone's on that floor with you. I don't know, you know? about that, but yeah. That's actually well, that's actually something, I'm glad you brought that up. That's something that people discount a lot. Like when people, like this is one of the things that I, I've been dying to bring up to like, not just in, in, in a podcast form, but in general that like, when people think about MCing, they discount it the same way they think about DJing. Like a DJ doesn't just press play. There's so much mental effort that goes into that. Yeah. With MCing, it's not just saying put your hands up or three, two, one, jump. There's so much that goes into that. Even just the simple act of saying put your hands up or getting people in a circle around the bride and groom, right. that requires a certain energy. It requires a certain effort that people don't understand. And people feel like, oh, any Joe Schmo could do this. And I'm like, right. here's the mic. Yeah. Like, here, go ahead. Yeah. And, and and it's not to, to, to shit on them. It's to be like, you know, like, there's there's so much that goes by. Like, for example, we talk about it, right? Like, a, a lot of things people don't realize that MCs do. And I'm pretty sure other companies do this as well. But specifically for our MCs, one of the things that people don't realize what we do is we're, like you said, we're in touch with the client. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, three weeks, one month, two months out. If, if we didn't sign them ourselves in the first place, right. we're in touch with them from the beginning and getting to know them. Like a lot of the questions I ask a client have nothing to do with their wedding itinerary. How'd you guys meet? You know, how did he propose? Things like that. And those aren't just BS questions. Those are questions that we're you asking. Know, like, yeah, we, we genuinely want to be emotionally invested in your event. Right. And especially when it's like 50 to 100 people. Like right. that Connecticut wedding you were talking about where I crowd surfed. It was a small wedding. It wasn't, it wasn't like a 500 person wedding. It was in a small banquet hall in the middle of Connecticut. Right. But the reason I loved that wedding was because I felt like I made a personal connection not only with the bride and the groom and the bride's brother and the immediate family, but also everyone else. Like everyone came up to me. And again, this is not like some sort of self-aggrandizing thing. Everyone came up to me and told me I did a good job. And the reason that meant a lot wasn't because, oh, hey, look at me. I'm MC Nisarg. I did a good job. Was because, hey, these people acknowledge the effort that we put into it. They recognize how much sweat we put into these events. Like You, you, know, why, you know why people don't understand what goes into being an MC? It's because... Being emceeing is, is discounted, you know. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but my family did not approve of me being an MC. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, being being a South Asian, um, being in the DJ industry, there's a stereotype where you know you're either going to pick up chicks, <laughs> you want to stay out drunk. late, or you yeah. want to get some some booze. You know, and I it's mean, so funny how with our company, all those things are false. We don't drink. We really don't fraternize. Right. Right. We, we come there to do a job, and if we are fraternizing, it's it's not in the sense that, for example, like you say, picking up chicks. It's in the sense that we're trying to get to know these people. We're trying to figure out what they need, right. how they want us to deliver their vision. Right. And, and, and that's why I feel like, you know, I've always heard this, uh, you know, saying from a lot of people. You know, they say, you know, where your signature has no value, 
you know, it, it, it is where people don't respect what you do. And what that means is, you know, you know, being an MC, if you were to sign a document, doesn't really mean anything. No, because we're never going to be able to sign a document. Whereas, you know, if a lawyer were to sign off or where a doctor was to sign off, you know, it, it, it's something prestigious. But I feel that tables turn and, and people's, you know, uh, opinion on an MC changes once they're actually put in that position, right? Whether as a bride, whether as a groom, whether as a 16-year-old having her sweet 16, whoever, whoever it may be, whether it's the parents of the bride, the parents of the groom, etc. And, and they realize what it actually, what an MC actually is because they value it, mm -hmm. you know? And it's not, you know, do, do I blame people? Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't want to call it ignorance, but to a certain degree, it is ignorance, you know, because you're, 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 you're coming to, you're discounting, you're discounting, the, the and you're MC's coming role. to a conclusion yeah. without knowing what an MC actually does, right. you know? And, but I feel like it's just part of the whole business. I think it's just part of society per se, uh, not only as an MC, but as a DJ as well, you know, anything in the entertainment industry is kind of discounted in that sense, but once you actually show people, I feel they actually do appreciate it. Yeah, know? and let alone MCs, like, more than people telling me that, oh, all you do is get on the mic and tell people to jump, what, what really, like, it's a strong word, but what really infuriates me is when people say, oh, you can use any old DJ, like, all he has to do is press play, I'm like, do you know the stress that these guys have? when you force them to do a four-hour dance floor at a mm -hmm. wedding reception? Like, do you know what these guys have to go through to make sure that not only do you want a four-hour dance floor, but you want a lit-ass four-hour dance floor? Like, do you know how hard that is for these guys to deliver on so that? Just and our DJs box. somehow find... You know, Akash, Rishi, Ravi, Chirag, all those guys find a way to deliver on that. And that's, that's something that, personally, I couldn't do. Because for us, all we got to do is vibe off of the music they play. Yeah, but uh, it's on them to play the to read the crowd and read the and play the right music at the I, right time. And I think that you know going off of that, I think it's it's for me. I feel like sometimes it's a two way street. You know how like we're vibing off yeah, the music yeah, that the DJ course. plays, but if we're not engaging what he's playing, he's not going to play like the next yeah, hit exactly. track either. You know, so it's definitely like a two way track. We have to carry them the same way they carry us. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, bouncing back off of one another. Yeah, good times. And also, like even going back to what what you said is um. Some, I mean, it, it's definitely not an easy task for the DJs, especially with all of the uh, the guests. Like, they bombard these guys. Mm -hmm. I was doing a, a, a wedding, I think, like, last month or, like, maybe three weeks ago. I was with Sonny. And, uh, like, these guys were spilling drinks all over our booth. And the, Sonny, Sonny told me, that like, yo, sure, can you just, like... Because, obviously, I'm on the dance floor. I'm, like, jamming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like... He's like, Sharon, you just legit stay right by the booth because these guys are going to kill me or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, um, you know, it's definitely, it's, you get a lot of pressure. I mean, I, I, I think the industry as a whole, the entertainment industry itself is, is just, it's, it, it, there's a lot of pressure from all directions. It's, it's a very intense um, industry. I mean, again, as all of you guys said, um, we only get one shot at this. It's not like, mm -hmm. like hey, if I, if I mess this up this weekend, I'll get another shot next week. Um, it's not like that because it's only a once in a once in a lifetime thing and and you know it's a lot of it's we like I personally I don't think of it like oh it's only a once in a lifetime thing because like yeah I do it day in and day out or not sorry but, day you, in, but we can respect but, that. but I respect yeah. that fact and I always have it in the back of my mind I'm like listen I, I need to make sure that I kill this party I need to make sure that these guests remember me I mean there's there's so many so many different areas like you know 
that that a lot of stress comes from even like from the yeah. logistical aspects of things yeah i mean you guys days. know every week we have our, our call and that's like almost 50 percent of the stress like aside from it's just the battle Absolutely. aside from just just the event itself it's just like you know we gotta we can't forget like our firework or we can't forget you know we can't forget a, a monogram or something like these guys paid for it already like what are you gonna tell them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it is a very stressful industry, but for, for the fact that, you know, you can enjoy a stressful industry and love being in a stressful industry, like, that to me, it's amazing to me. It's just yeah. like, damn. Like, and I mean, it, within the industry as well, I'm sure you guys have seen it, it's like, some, like a bad name will travel faster than oh, a good name, absolutely. right? So that's yeah, another man. aspect of stress that, you know, we have to make sure that every event that we do is on point because otherwise, you know, it's, people are just going to hear about yeah, it. And that's Seth, how Seth it goes. preaches this all the time. At every, at every gig, you have your bride and group, which are your clients, right? And then yeah. their parents or whomever you want. But then there are another hundred potential clients there. Yep. Exactly. Where, yeah, you where if you screw up, they're gone. Too. Yep. They're gone, yep. right? Exactly. And it's so much easier to screw up than it is to impress them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That you have to, yep. like, you have to be on top of your game. Like, yep. it's it's so funny when, like, I have friends come up to me, like, oh, you're, you're doing this. I heard that M4U is doing this wedding that I'm at. Like, you're going to have a great time with us. Like, you're going you're gonna to drink with us. You're going to take shots with us. I'm like, all right, first of all, we don't do that at gigs. And on top of that, if you think that my job is easy, I, I tell this to my friends that are at my gigs all the time. If you think my job is easy, come and talk to me after the gig. I promise you, you will be doing all the talking because I will not have a voice. I, and I think this goes for all of us. Like, I, I know you for a fact and you for a fact and you for a fact as well. When, when that reception's over, we can't really talk for the next couple of days because this guy, man, <laughs> we have poured our heart and our soul and every fiber of our beings into that event. Yeah. Dayquil is my best friend in the summer, but yeah, you know, <laughs> it brings that voice back yeah, like it's chip. This guy's walking around the pint of Dayquil. <laughs> Cheers, guys. But honestly, like it's so funny how much people like tying it all back into a circle. Like it's so funny how people discount it. And they think it's so easy. Like, yo, all you got to do is come and have a conversation with me after I sign off. I promise you I'm going to sound like this. Yeah. Because you can't hear a goddamn word I'm saying anymore. Mm-hmm. You sound like a smoker. Yeah. No, like you sound like a smoker. Yeah. When, 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 it's, right all, when it's all... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, it's, it's fine to have your, your, your corporate career or whatever you're doing in life. Like, yo, whatever... Do whatever makes you happy, but for us, this is what makes us happy. Mm-hmm. That you, you know, and saying that I, that's an actual fact because yeah. this is none of our bread and butter. Yeah, which which is the funniest part, right? So, since it's not our bread and butter, and yet we devote our time and devote our you know energy and 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 keep in touch with people, you know whether it be clients or whether it be internally with other DJs and MCs, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's amazing that everyone takes the time to get on a call 7.30. I mean, 7.30 in the evening on a Monday night, I mean, it's, you know, the first day back to work yeah. of the week. And, and also, not only that, you know, people usually get off that time. They don't want to get on a call. Yeah. Yet, everyone gets on a call yeah. as if, you know, it's... As if it's no big deal, and you since, know, since, the whole passion since, of it. Yeah, and since you bring that up, like, the whole thing. So, I actually had a talk. I was at my aunt's house earlier during the day. 
And she she always asks me like my whole family, you know, everyone's very, uh, you know, I can't ask for such a great family. Like this is awesome. They all support me. They all follow our page, and uh, you know, they love they love what we throw at them. So I was with my aunt today, and she's like, you know, how's that for you? Like, you know, are you, you know, is everything good? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, yeah, it should be, you know, you guys, it's only a weekend thing, so it's not, <laughs> it's not like, 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 and I was just like, and I gave her, a, uh, I gave her like a stank look. I was like, what? This is and, a 25-8 um, job. Yeah, and I told her, she's like, so, you know, like, what do you do after, you know, work and stuff? And obviously she's my aunt, so like, you know, aunties, you know, they're all cute and stuff, but, you know, sometimes when they say something like that, it, it like gets under my skin a little bit. So I was like, no, it's not just the weekend it's like i'm talking to these people monday through friday like whether whether it may be the same client whether maybe a different client whoever it is like i'm there like this is this is it's a full-time thing. i think about my i don't think more than i think about my family to be honest yeah like at some, some point. there's been times where i freaking woke up from like sleep i'm like oh shit i had to send them this yeah, song or something mm-hmm. like that you know so i told her i was like what do you mean like only the weekend thing it's not like hey i'm, I'm gonna just go to this venue and just say like you know yell at people on the mic and then come home and you know that's it it's there's a lot that goes into it and i explained it to her and uh then she then she just showing me to shut up at the end of the day so i was like all right but i made my point so so then anyway so um yeah i mean it, it goes to show that it's not just a three-day job it's it's literally your your month it's your monday through sunday mm-hmm. 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 I, I think of a full-time job as, as a part-time job at the end of the day sometimes because, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, of course I love what I do or whatever, but also, yeah, like, work, this, is, this, is my, this is my passion. It's like, like, I, I care about this. Like, I don't want to say I don't care about the other. I care about everything I do, but, like, you, uh, it's not that I just half-ass. This has a special place in your heart. This has a special, heart. like, it, yeah. hits, it hits home, you know what I mean? It's not a necessity is it, it, the bottom line, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Being yeah. an MC is not a necessity. Uh, no, like you said, so none of us do it for the money. That's absolutely. not why we're in Absolutely, it. and we don't do it. And, and, and the beauty of, of what we do is we have healthy competition as well, right? You know, we, we, all, we all compete internally, externally, and it's amazing. I mean, not only amongst M4U events, but in the industry, I feel... I feel there's a lot of people, you, you know, who who have that, you know, the, that sense of competitiveness. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's what makes us better day by yeah. day. You know, you, you can't plateau. You know, you can't be content. You can't think you're the best. You can't. And if you want to think you're the best, then, then you know, keep pushing yourself yep. to make sure that you are the best, not only internally, but externally. And I'm sure there's been yeah, you know? points where, sorry, I don't mean to cut yeah, you yeah, off, no. um, but I'm sure you guys have all reached a certain, certain points where it's just like, okay, I feel like, you know, I might be doing somewhat of the same thing at certain events, right? Right. And at that point, you know, it clicks in my head. I'm like, okay, I have to change something. You feel within like you're myself. getting still. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, and then we all go out, you know, try to watch some videos, look at other people, see right. what we might be able to think of for ourselves to do. Right, right. Which is just how it's just going to keep on going and just create that even bigger of a snowball aspect Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. So it's just, you know, it's, it, it never stops, really. Yeah. No, but speaking of that, can we actually, you know, get together and actually think of like different ideas for like this year? I think, yeah. I think, I think we should come up with like new ideas of, yeah, you know, I would love that. new okay. flows. Uh, yeah, like I mean, I think even Rishi, um, uh, DJ Rishi Rex, for people that don't know, one of our DJs, um, he he made an effort to you know customize all of our intros. Right, and I think that's 
that's something that we should all be working towards. I, I really want to work with Ashish as well because I, what I saw that day, I mean, honestly, this weekend, I've with never the done it. Right? Yeah, with a napkin. Yeah, like, so explain that because I wanted you to. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> let's, it's pretty. It's before pretty we wrap cool. this up, I want it's, you to. It's pretty awesome. I mean, I once I saw like how it could really work, it, I just, you know, just kept using it and it always worked. People are like, how does this, where did this come from? They're like, I literally, when me and Ravi were in Tampa, they were like, we didn't know that you could actually use did something you, you like in the room. Did you like to all the people there? Because <laughs> that, 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 nah, man, that, that was just, the, I think that was just, the, that was awesome. Awesome. that review that we got. Yeah. yeah. Tampa, yeah. like shout out to DJ Ravi as well. And, uh, MC Ashish. I mean, the most, you know, it was very heartfelt. The top yeah. rank review I've yeah, ever yeah, seen. I, I, you know, yeah, I mean, in yeah. our, our end of it, it was like a really fun, you know, way to work with the clients as well. Yeah, and um, at that point, it's not even about the review. It's like the the best reviews I've gotten. I wasn't even looking for a review. I was just like, yo, I love these clients. Like, yeah. I genuinely just wanted. To I mean, and when I said earlier how like you know you make certain people do certain things that they don't normally do. When he came to the groom came to me at the end of the event, he's like. I've never seen my dad dance before, and that's from awesome. the morning yeah, he was dancing at from the barat. I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, I'm so happy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but you know, going from there in terms of that game, so I mean, it's something that I sort of want to start branching off of, you know, because that's I've been using that for maybe like a year and a half, maybe two years now, um, and I've sort of been personally trying to figure out a few different other ways to. Uh, implement certain games like that to get everybody engaged not just certain people who are on your dance floor um but it, it's real simple so i mean you know either i could use it to open up a dance floor or i could use it like midway through a party to just like bring that energy back up mm-hmm. um so it, it's very simple at the beginning all the napkins that are at the table um you what i do is all right we're you know we're going to start a game here everybody's getting involved so I go around to all the tables, each table pick one team leader, right? What that team leader is going to do is they're going to stand up, get that handkerchief, start waving it around over their head. Um, and pretty much from that point, that's where you know, okay, like, okay, everybody's looking at me, everybody's engaged, everyone's listening right. to me. So like, okay, I have everybody right in the palm of my hand. Now well, what can I do with them? So you sit them back down, they play hot potato with that napkin going around the table for however long I feel like if they're having a real good time, let um, it rock. you know, let it rock or cut it a little bit shorter, how, depending how it is. Right. Um, you know, you, you DJ custom music, um, and then you just hear everybody scream. They're like, oh, like it ended on you. Like, oh, I got you know, I'm like, yeah, I was like, but now you're going to love this part where it's just like, okay, now you take that, pass it to the person to the right That's of awesome. you. I like that. And they're like, oh shit. And then I'm like, all right, that person come to the dance floor and just that scream yeah. and that voice and that energy that you hear from the crowd just makes you feel like, you know, man, these, not only is the crowd awesome to work with, but like, okay, I'm able to put that energy and make sure that everybody's having fun. And then bring them out, you know, do a line dance with them, start the dance floor, or just do one circle of a line dance, sit them back down and keep the program going. Um, but that's one thing that I do want to start building off of in terms of what other games can I do? Because for that's me, awesome. there's that. been like a lot of events where eventually you should, some clients, re- not repeat, but like certain people that you see repeat. Right. And I've seen that happen over like fresh, the past yeah. year or two. And I'm like... You know, I want to show them something different. Right. I don't want them to think that I'm always doing the same thing, which is the, one of the main things about being an MC, right? Is being fresh, being new. Mm-hmm. Um, everything has to like be consistently changing. So, I mean, one aspect that uh, Rishi gave me is like if you could do something with cards, um, and I've been thinking about the, you know like putting certain cards at the table. Whoever has certain card has to come out. I mean, at the end of it, the main thing is to get those people onto the dance floor. And then either if it's to open up the dance floor, once people start to see like, 
Oh shit! This cards this whole like you well. mean like play playing cards? cards? Playing yeah. cards. Oh, playing cards. Playing cards. Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, like if you have card. like the jack of diamonds or something like that, you know, like switch it with something with some. Like I said, it, it's, a, it's a work in progress. I'm still right, trying to figure right. out yeah, a few things. Right. There's definitely I'm trying something to there. watch some videos in terms of like you know what other games that you can do. Obviously, you have like the shoe game that Bride and Grooms do, but mm. that's just way too generic at this point. Right. You know, but trying to take something from there and incorporate it into something different. As I think, I think all of us can you know sit and work on that and just like sure, create yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that's actually something branded thing. That's actually something I've been thinking about because. Um, I think for the first time, I've only been an MC for about two years, and I think for the first time, I get to do another wedding for the same family. Like I was saying, Roman and Shireen, her brother, Simon, is getting married to his fiance Roshni, yeah. uh, this coming July, and um, I don't want to do the intros that we always do, and yeah. I don't want to do, you know, uh, summer on the dance floor with the bride and groom that we always do. Like, I'm trying to think of something fresh, because I know that they remember what what we did because they're not stupid like these people are intelligent you have to respect the client's intelligence mm -hmm. and i i want to make sure that i not only do i deliver the same product that i did last time but something even better to keep it fresh and that's definitely something as mcs that i think we have to keep in the back of our minds at all times to make sure that not only do we for every new group that we perform for that we deliver like that excellent product but at the same time we want them to come back right like for example i'm doing her brother's wedding now mm -hmm. i want to make sure that they are able to think that oh this wasn't exactly like my sister's wedding like mm -hmm. mc neeser again exactly. dj, DJ sunny that's made this one unique. thing that i pitched to a lot of clients as well sorry again no no go ahead off. please um but you know like way back when we first started you know you see a lot of djs um mcs whomever it might be that day in, week in week out that it ends up sort of being the same and for certain people who i know i'm like look you guys go hire whoever you pleases your heart right right but my main thing is is your event going to be unique to what you personally want is it going to be the same to whatever the person had last weekend or your your brother your sister your, your cousin whoever and i think that's one thing as well as making each event unique and personal to each client is one of the main goals mm -hmm. it, and it has been happening so i think that's just like another great aspect that we have going as well so yeah so i mean i think this is a good good first mc podcast i think yeah. we had a great conversation i think we should take a survey and ask like our people yeah so like now. everyone what, everyone what that everyone it? that takes the time to listen to this please um yeah give us take time feedback. out of your day to give us feedback and let us know what you think let us know where we screwed up uh be completely honest because we're all completely honest with each other oh, like yeah. Ashir said we're very good with constructive criticism we would love to hear what all of you guys think no but if it's not nice don't no 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 even if it's not nice <laughs> The, the I'll, bad, find you. I'll find you. The <laughs> negative criticism, I think, is what makes us better more than anything else. Please let us know what you think. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. On behalf of MC Neil S, MC Ashish, MC Ashir T, and myself, MC Nisug, and the entire M4U Events team, we thank you very, very much from the bottom of our hearts for listening to this. Good night, and we hope to see you again next week. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I think that was pretty good for a person. That was actually pretty dope. Yeah, it just we went an hour and fifteen minutes without even trying. Whoa, just kept you know how many people are calling me?